Well, we have some news about the Golden State Warriors and more specifically Dwight Howard. I don't know if you're going to like what Kylan Mills and I have to say about it, but we're going to break it all down next. This is Locked on Warriors. You are Locked on Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms at her name, Kylan Mills. Super easy. You can follow me on threads at Dog Wild. Well, Kylan, the report came out today from Sham Sharnia that the Warriors are not interested in Dwight Howard. I am not thrilled with the news. We're also going to break down another report in terms of who the Warriors are seeking. But let's start first with that. What is your reaction and how are you doing, by the way? Uh, I'm doing great. Good to see you, Cy. Um, Not great, though, is the news that you just mentioned. Um, We talked about it in our last episode. The Warriors, I think, were a perfect landing spot for Dwight Howard. I think he would have been a good addition in terms of the 14th roster spot. We talked about the need for size, the defensive prowess he could add. Even at the age that he's at, he could still provide supplemental minutes that would help, uh, you know, Kevon Looney and Draymond Green get some rest. And he would help just enforce the interior defense the Warriors desperately need reinforcements in. Um, All things considered, it seemed like it was a good fit. All reports that were out were that the Warriors vets signed off on adding Dwight and that things did go well during the meeting. And that's exactly what I've heard. So it's just a little bit baffling in terms of what the next move is, because to me, this would have been a good move. Absolutely. And we're going to keep things short today, by the way. Uh, I'm going to record another show tomorrow with uh, Trice High. He's he's produced the Stephen Curry documentary, and I'll we'll get into a little more with him. But I agree with you. It's it's colossally disappointing, especially given the fact that your former colleague at Cron, uh, Jason Dumas, suddenly turned into <laughs> like the, the Woodward and Bernstein of sports journalism in the Bay Area. I don't know like what's going on. What was your reaction, by the way, to Draymond Green tweeting, quote tweeting him um, that he can't believe that there are still leaks in the building uh, and he was pointing directly at Dumas like, where are you getting your information from? Which indicated it was correct. He didn't deny any of it. But they all went and worked out together after Dwight's two days uh, meeting with the Warriors. Uh, they went to L.A. Chris Paul was involved. They're they're having fun playing football. And then we find out Dwight Howard's not going to be a member of the Golden State Warriors. What, what was your reaction to the, the, the Draymond Green tweet? Uh, basically being annoyed, maybe playing playful. I don't know the, what the actual reaction was. But what, what was what were your th- what's your thought process behind that? Uh, You know, I think that the Warriors are probably still concerned about wanting to, you know, shore up what's going on internally after the way the Jordan Poole punch got out last season. It was something Steve Kerr, uh, you know, a number of players talked about. They wanted to stay in the building and, you know, word is continuing to get out about some of these different topics. So, you know, I think it's something, especially Draymond Green, given what happened last year, is very cognizant of. Um, So it wasn't a huge surprise to me to see him quote tweeting that. Um, and saying that whether or not what the tone was, like whether or not he was being playful, I don't know. 
Uh, it's so hard to read on the internet now and social media, uh, you know, what type of way or what inflection was meant on the tweets. Um, but I, I could see Draymond Green being concerned because that's exactly how he was exposed last year at the start of the season. If there's already leaks now, uh, you know, well before preseason begins, what's possibly to come. So I think it's something that internally the Warriors are very, very aware of in terms of information getting out to the media that they don't necessarily want out there because it happened last season. Um, but it, it just, the whole report though, makes it more baffling as to why the Warriors ended up deciding they didn't want to move forward with Dwight Howard because all reports indicated things went well. Like you mentioned, Dwight was spending time with Draymond Green and Chris Paul, two of the big leaders of the Warriors, Paul being the newest, and we're still waiting to see how that's going to pan out. But still, the fact that he's spending time with the current vets and players, it's just it's just kind of head scratching. Uh-huh. The only thing I could think is, you know, Steve Kerr doesn't like bigs. I mean, I <laughs> Well, now, okay, now here's the piece of good news, because pretty much the same day that we heard that Dwight Howard was going to come in for a workout, the Warriors also signed a two-way player uh, named Usman Garuba. I had Jackson Gadlin. He hosts uh, Locked on NBA one day a week. Uh, He hosts Locked on Rockets. And Usman was a member of the Rockets for two years. He was their former first-round pick in 2021. And everything Jackson said was positive. That Usman Gruba, first of all, he's 6'8", so he's not small, and that's a huge relief. And and when I look at the two-way players now versus last year, that alone is night and day. That alone makes me feel a million times better. Um, Jackson had a lot of positive things to say about Usman Gruba, uh, chief among them that this is a player who aspires to be the next Draymond Green. Um, so if that if that plays out, I think the Warriors are going to be okay. And, and I'm wondering if, that, if they're looking at Usman as their fifth big. Uh, do you have any thoughts or reactions to the fact that that might be it for bigs? Because we're going to talk about uh, Anthony Slater of The Athletic reported who the type of player the Warriors are looking for for that 14th roster spot. Uh, we're going to get to that in just a second. But Usman Garuba might be that fifth big. He might be taking on a lot of responsibilities. What's your reaction to that? Is that good enough for a team trying to win a world championship? No, it's not good enough. It's I'm shaking my head because... Comparing Dwight Howard to Usman Garuba in terms of what their capabilities are is a joke. And I'm not saying that Usman Garuba couldn't couldn't possibly have a bright future, but he is completely unproven, 21 years old, not ready to take on that kind of workload. And you're talking about Dwight Howard, who is a veteran and at one point was one of the best bigs in the league. Um, and, and, you know, an all-star and, and all the other accomplishments that he is, he's racked up a great defender. Um, I just don't think that you could even put those two even remotely in the same category as to what they have to offer the Warriors. That is not a good enough replacement in terms of size compared to signing a Dwight Howard. I don't care how old he is. He still has enough to be able to help the Warriors with, like I said, especially interior defense. Um, obviously, you know, the Warriors can use any help they can get with size and rebounding and all the other things that come with adding some depth in the front court. But this is not like, this is a 21 year old who is completely unproven in the NBA. How did it work out last season when the Warriors were giving their two way players massive roles and they were taking on, you know, at times starting positions, rotational positions, they were running out of games by the end of the season when Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome got huge minutes and the team wasn't good enough. Flat up was not good enough. You do not see championship contending teams with two-way bigs taking on a huge role. And that's 
the issue. That's the bottom line. Dwight yeah. Howard would have been able to be that supplemental role piece who could help the front court in the second unit. And I, I mean, I'm glad they signed a two-way player with size. Like I don't have an issue with that, but it's not good enough in terms of pursuing a championship and expecting him to take on that significant of a role to really give Kavon Looney and Draymond Green opportunity to rest. Absolutely. And I'm sorry, sorry I was laughing while you were speaking, but Andre FRBK, I just had to post what uh, he wrote in the in the comments that Garuba literally pooped himself during a game last year and you trust him in a seven-game series. I mean, look, I think I think a lot of players have had situations like that. Um, I, I that's news to me, by the way. I, I was not I I'm not familiar with that information, but uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're going to come back with a lot more information. Got to give some love to one of our sponsors. Um, and that's uh, Jace uh, Medical, uh, which provides a very uh, solid service for, for family households, individual households. I, I got to say, Kylan, too, by the way, before I go into this ad read, always a pleasure doing this with you. I've been in such a major funk lately, uh, uh, mentally. Uh, if any of you are ever suffering from mental illness, I feel you. It is one of the worst things ever. And I'm struggling with it right now. So thank you for just lightening my day up for a few moments while I'm doing this show. Um, Jace Medical, real fast. The bottom line is this. It's good to have a medical kit in your house, right? You might need it for cuts, scrapes, to get Band-Aids. You might need a disinfected. But what Jace Medical provides that you can't just find at your store are five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And all it takes to get a Jace case is fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, you might need to jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians, get ongoing care from their physicians on any treatment-related questions. That's another perk in terms of buying a Jace case. So don't get caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. And right now, Get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using the code LOCKEDON at checkout. That's jacemedical.com. Again, J-A-S-E medical.com. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. For the everydayers, again, Trice High, uh, he's producing a five-part Stephen Curry documentary. That the, the first two parts are available right now on YouTube. He's going to join me tomorrow at 5 p.m. We'll make it a live show, maybe even make it a two-parter uh, if it's going that good. So make sure you join us there. But right now, Kylan Mills is with me. She's going to wrap it up in just a moment because you are a busy individual, miss. Uh, and so but while I have you... Let, I'm letting people know they can follow you on all social media platforms at Kylan Mills. And let's touch on uh, Anthony Slater's report from today, which kind of added to the whole perplexion of this, this entire story regarding the Golden State Warriors still not filling that 14th roster spot. Anthony Slater reported on the platform formerly known as Twitter that uh, the Warriors are in fact looking for another wing, which helps explain why Kent Bazemore has been brought in why maybe they're reconsidering a Juan Toscano-Anderson, why they've maybe been looking at other guards. First of all, if a wing is what they're looking for, Glenn Robinson III is a player I would personally want. I think he's still out there. But Kylan, that's weird to me. I, I, what are your thoughts on, on Slater's report that the team is, is preferring to look for a wing instead of maybe another big like Nerlens Noel's? 
<laughs> I just, I thought Dwight Howard was a good addition. I just, I don't see the front court depth being there. Uh, a part of that report was the fact that he said Trace Jackson Davis has impressed the organization since arriving, but he is a rookie. How has it worked out with Warriors rookie bigs in the last five years? Yeah. I mean, yeah. not well. Yeah. Uh, Steve doesn't like to play bigs, let alone young <laughs> bigs, let alone rookies, period. Um, so I just don't get So you've got Draymond Green, Kevon Looney, Sarich, yes, but – Outside of that, you need more size. I'm going to keep saying it. Trace Jackson Davis is not going to be ready to take on that big of a role either. Um, and I don't really have a problem with the wing depth. So I just think the priority should be the front court. Um, it's baffling to me. And and I just saw an interesting part about the whole thing is that they're saying, oh, well, you know, Trace Jackson Davis looks good. Dude, like, Kerr doesn't like to play rookies. He doesn't like to play bigs. Well, what makes you think he's going to be ready to be a role player to begin with? I just, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I, how, many I, the, how many wings do the Warriors want on this roster? Yeah, I look and and look. We're going to find out a lot of things. Either Steve Kerr is going to prove a lot of people wrong this year, or he's going to he's not. It's not going to be a good look. And he's in a contract year. I know uh, Mike Dunleavy Jr. has said uh, previously that that's high on the priority list. Uh, signing an extension for him. I really wonder if it is because you, if, if you if you know this game and you're following what's going on and you watched this team last year, you have to be asking yourself what is going on with this obsession with small ball again. Like I I, I know Kerr's reasoning for it is versatility defensively um, and speed, but you don't have to always sacrifice that by getting a player who's a little taller. I don't I don't understand that. Now we now uh, a press release was sent out uh, by the team that. Um, media availability for both Dunleavy Jr. and Steve Kerr is going to occur on Monday. Uh, and then media day, which is uh, where all the media members show up to Chase Center, where all the players do all their fun little recorded bits that you see throughout the season. That's happening the following Monday on October 2nd, or maybe it's two, uh, yeah, the following Monday. Um, I'm going to try to get some players to, to record some reintros for a program. We'll see how that goes. But I know you got to run. Um, I'm going to finish up the show, Kylan. Uh, but any final thoughts uh, before we go into the weekend? And I know Dub Nation, again, I I, I I consider myself a member of it. I love this team. I, I try to separate the, the fandom from the, the reality of things when it comes to the Warriors. As a fan, I hate this. Um, as someone who's trying to observe this objectively, I don't understand it really. Um, so that's where I stand with the news that Dwight Howard's not coming in and basically that the Warriors don't seem like they want to bring a big. What are your final thoughts as we bid adieu to you? Okay, so I have one question to toss back at you before my thought, but who would you All consider right. on the Warriors roster a wing? Wait, wait repeat. I'm so sorry. Say that again. Uh, who would you consider a wing on this Warriors roster? Andrew Wiggins. Um, yeah. Oh, you're saying all of them. I yeah. well, I guess Wiggins would be one. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody, uh, Clay Thompson. Um I mean, Gary, Maybe. what Gary, Gary Payne, the second. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. small, but I guess six two. Yeah. He's a wing, I guess. Yeah. Is your, are you, is that, is your rhetorical question that they have plenty of wings already? Yeah. I mean, I just was thinking it out loud in my head. And I, I, like I said, I just feel like the front court depth should be the bigger issue. And I'm just thinking Andrew Wiggins, Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody, Clay Thompson. Um, and then, you know, cause 
Gary isn't really a point guard, so I guess he's small, but maybe. Um, but I still just think that those are all really, really good options. And the bit, you know, the front court, they don't have that. Looney, Draymond, Dario Saric. <laughs> well, you know what I want to what I want to ask. I, I'm I sorry, but I'm not that... putting a rookie into that category. Like I'm not. I, I'm with you, and 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 I hope someone. If uh, if I don't make it Monday, I don't know if I will. But if if I don't make it, I hope someone asks either Mike Dunleavy Jr. or Steve Kerr, what is the answer to guarding these elite bigs uh, during during the grind of the regular season, during the postseason? Because you can't have Draymond guarding him all four quarters. Kevon Looney's already proven he can't handle that job. So I, I, I'm curious to know what they think the answer is to that. Before mm-hmm. you go, I know you got to run right now. One one name that's been popping out a lot, and, and this does make me a little curious and intrigued, is that some people are saying maybe the team is waiting for the Toronto Raptors to buy out Otto Porter Jr., and that that's the wing that the Golden State Warriors are waiting for. If that's the case, do you feel a little better about things? Uh, I like Otto Porter Jr., and I would like him to come back to the Warriors, but I still don't think that's an answer for Nikola Jokic and the problems with the Warriors' interior defense and the ability to defend a big center like that or like in Anthony Davis, who crushed the Warriors in their series against the Lakers that ended up leading to the Dubs being eliminated in the postseason. That's still not an answer, and having more wing depth is not going to address that gaping issue. So I like OPJ. I would like to see him back with the Warriors, whatever the – you know, athletic training staff did. They were able to keep him healthy. He had great numbers here during that championship run. Um, but I just still don't think it solves the problem. So, like, yes, I would like that move. But at the same time, don't they have a 14th and 15th spot open? Like, couldn't they theoretically add OPJ and Dwight Howard? Yes. <laughs> Easy answer. Yes. <laughs> That's my solution. Add them both. <laughs> absolutely come on man as andre just said kylan you got to run where are you off to what are you calling what's your what's your broadcast if you uh, i'm actually going down to san jose state and i am hosting at their football game oh beautiful all right there you go that, that's where i teach a bunch of classes in the journalism yeah. program uh have fun down there and we'll see you next week kylan thank you so very much as always and uh yeah. you probably monday <laughs> actually sounds good and that is kylan mills uh my partner in crime on this program uh, I'm going to get into an ad read here real fast. Uh, and then as we're going to wrap the show up, I want to play this uh, a, a beautiful soundbite um, from, uh, 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 I'm drawing, blanking, I'm drawing a blank on his name, Vanderbilt from the Lakers. Uh, he was on a podcast talking about defending Stephen Curry, which was just awesome. And I really want to play that because it's a friendly reminder of how difficult it is to defend uh, a player like Stephen Curry, who has incredible endurance. Um, so we're going to touch on that. I also wanted to play, I, I screwed this one up. I wanted to play this uh, or show this, um, highlight this comment from Genji Gok real quick saying, Genji Gok, I'm sorry, saying that um, you've watched a couple of other Locked On podcasts and and that Kylan and myself are in another league. Thank you, sir or miss. I actually cannot tell for certain, uh, but thank you so much. That is very kind of you. Um, Kev F, by the way, writing up. Uh, that he wants to suit back up for the Dubs himself. I don't think we any of us want that. Uh, why don't we talk real quick about our other sponsor today, and that's Bird Dogs. And look, Bird Dogs is all about comfort. It's all about style. Uh, one of my my changes in life since the pandemic a few years ago, and I think a lot of people maybe 
uh, are ringing a similar tune is that I like to be comfortable. I've turned a lot more into a homebody than I used to be uh, before the pandemic. And I'm sure a lot of other people, maybe they haven't, I don't know, but, but I'm guessing that's how things have gone. And look, when you're at home a lot, you want to be comfortable in what you're wearing, right? But let's say for the sake of argument, you're at home, all of a sudden you got to bounce, you got to do something. Let's say you've got a partner and they're like, I'm hungry, let's go get some food. Or there's a social event you, you forgot about, or you got kids and you got to go to a school event whatever it is, and you don't feel like changing, you can wear the exact same clothes. That is the beauty of bird dogs. They make you look good while you feel good. Bird dog stretch khaki shorts, for example, are designed to fit slimmer uh, through the thigh and leg, giving you that truly sculpted look. Their clothes are exclusively for men, so this is for all the gentlemen, gentlemen out there. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. Uh, I can't wait to get a testimonial from Kylan's husband because I've just sent him a bunch of bird dogs clothes as well. So it's all about style and it's all about comfort. Make, make sure you go check out birddogs.com slash locked on NBA or enter the promo code locked on NBA at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your purchase. I have one of those. I love it. It's it's uh, the perfect size. It fits in the cup holder. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NBA for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. You are locked on warriors. Your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. You can follow me on threads at Dog Wild. Super easy, wrapping things up here on the show. If you have any comments you want me to read, post them right now. Um, I want to pay, play this soundbite real quick once again. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt of the LA Lakers, uh, he was defending Stephen Curry uh, in last season's unfortunate postseason series. And he was on a podcast recently. Um, I don't know which one. I guess we'll find out when we're watching. My apologies for not doing enough research on this specific sound clip, but um, I, it just was awesome because Stephen Curry's endurance is out of this world. The dude never stops running. His energy levels are absolutely obscene um, in a good way if you're a Warriors fan. And, and Jared Vanderbilt had an opportunity to kind of talk about what it's like to guard Stephen Curry and, and what that experience more specifically was like in the playoffs last year. Take a listen. Game one, you're playing the Warriors. Your mm. energy level, boom. Crazy. You ready. Yeah. Game two, I can tell you was a little tired. Oh, yeah. I was whipped out. It's tired. I mean, I'm, chasing, Steph Curry yeah, I'm chasing them. I'm chasing you know them around. Saying? Like, that's oh, how that's people, tough. and that's what people don't realize, bro. Like, and that's why I love, mm. I honestly do love this podcast shit because we get to open people's eyes of that shit. They oh, don't yeah. understand. Like, you go from game one of chasing Steph Curry all night, mm -hmm. but then they're like, Bando, we need you to chase Steph Curry, but we also need you to get on the boards, off exactly. the board. Like, <laughs> and then I need you to pick up Steph for exactly. Oh, but Steph is the best conditioned athlete <laughs> oh, in the, the world. Oh, the best condition. I think we ran like three miles. <laughs> we ran like three miles that game. I'm yeah, like, like, so I'm chasing on, Steph around. Um, you know, obviously game one did a good job. Game two, actually, uh, actually got hurt that second game. Yeah, uh, I think Moses Moody fell on my leg. Oh shit! So at that point, I'm a little high, with yeah. and I still, I still got to chase him. So I'm right. like, and you know, Steph just nonstop moving, nonstop. you know, and 
So it's a it's a tough task. People don't realize like it's it's a tough task being the guy that got to chase somebody sure. around. And there you go. So that's uh, just shows you. I didn't realize you got hurt in that second game, by the way. Um, some interesting comments here, wrapping things up. Uh, one thing that I that I noticed. Uh, so Ernie V. Hernandez writing uh, Wendy and Gabriel, who I actually would not mind joining the Warriors either. He would be an awesome uh, addition. Uh, Otto Porter Jr., as we all know, was a fundamental key piece for the team in their world championship pursuit. Um, Alexander in the chat writing that Kersman given the chance to have the greatest small ball lineup of all time he would never pass that up and i think you're referring to the fact that they have chris paul now man we haven't even touched on that that much on what's what it's going to be like if chris paul actually starts that is not a good look um and kev f is uh and i've heard this before too i'm going to take a listen as well uh kev is writing that um i should play some sound bites from the igadala jj reddick podcast there's a lot of nuggets to unpack um other people have told me that as well i'm going to take a listen maybe i'll play that on tomorrow's show again we're going to be back at this Right away, uh, Saturday, 5 p.m. with Trice High, um, who's producing a fantastic Stephen Curry documentary. Um, I was very fortunate enough to be uh, invited um, to offer some sound bites for that documentary, offer my own perspective. Um, but regardless, if you love Steph and you love the Warriors, it's an awesome show. So Trice is going to come on and promote that and share his thoughts on the Golden State Warriors uh, this season. No sleep, real vibes, right? I mean, if we can sign Jace Johnson as a backup center, uh, that's pretty damn good. Jace Johnson, who I believe was with Santa Cruz last year, he is a seven-footer. Um, he did get a training camp invite. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I am curious to see him uh, play in training camp and hopefully some preseason games. I am very, very curious. Um, Genji, have a good day yourself, and have a great weekend, everyone. It is Friday. Thank goodness. I feel like every week is super long these days. And Leo Jackson is happy being on with fellow Warriors colleagues. Yes, this is a Warriors-friendly program. Thanks, everyone, for joining me today. And uh, thank you so much again to Kylan Mills, my partner in crime and all this. Um, I wish she was not so busy, so I wish she could be on with me every day. But she is talented. She's busy. And even just the fact that we get her right now just two days a week is awesome. And at some point, if she has availability, that'll jump up to three days a week. Uh, but again, Rick Barry, the Hall of Famer himself, he's going to join me throughout the season once a week or once every other week, depending on his schedule. I'm really stoked about that. Um, and that's it. Thank you, everyone. We'll be back at this soon. I'll see you tomorrow. It's going to be a live show. So hope you tune in 5 p.m. Uh, until then, have a great weekend. Take care and bye bye. <clears throat>